How does Santa fit all those toys into his big old sack? What? How? How are? Why are Santa's cheeks so jolly? All of these questions you can find the answer to on this paranormal life. Come in, come Hi. in, hey. weary traveler. Oh, hey, hey, Santa! How did you? How did you get into our studio? <laughs> we don't have a chimney. This is nuts. In the modern day, Santa sometimes has to break the windows. Really? That's expe- Did you pay for that? Did you? Is that your gift to us? The expense <laughs> of that window? I think you'll find I more than make up with it with your present this year. Oh my god, a Furby? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I get it. it's mint condition, like Yum. not out of the box. Okay. Me sleep again. <laughs> I don't think this is gonna cover the cost. <laughs> You're of welcome, the little boy. I'm not a boy. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm a man, Santa. Welcome everyone to the Christmas special of this paranormal life. Ho ho ho! I hope you guys are having the snuggliest little delicious Christmas Mm-mm-mm. in the world. I hope you are by a roaring fire right now. Drinking hot cocoa. Drinking hot cocoa with a little bit of eggnog and Irish it up a little bit. Irish it up a little bit, that's then right. Some get... cocaina in there. <laughs> whoa, whoa, that's not what that means. Oh, really? That's some naughty-less shit, and we don't, we don't talk about that in this podcast. Yeah. But I hope you guys are having a fantastic Christmas. And you know what? I bet you were thinking, oh, if only I had the sweetest gift of all, a very short podcast to listen to <laughs> over my Christmas break. I bet you didn't think you'd be hearing from us today. <laughs> well, here we are, whether you like it or not, jamming our sounds and and nerdy little voices down your chimney. And we are just talking about the paranormal. We are spreading soot all over your house. There was a lit fire when we came down. It's not lit anymore. We stomped it out on the way in. That's right. We're making ourselves at home. We're opening your presents. I think someone took a shit by the tree. It could have been us. It could not be us. Rudolph the reindeer went hungry last night because, uh-oh, I stumbled in at 2 a.m. and had all the damn carrots. <laughs> oh, yeah, and the milk and the cookies. Thanks for that, asshole. Santa didn't get a goddamn nibble. <laughs> I flushed them down the toilet. <laughs> not letting that bitch get any credit. Uh, and, you know, you're probably thinking right now, what fun uh, Christmas episode do these guys have lined up? Yeah. Just a regular paranormal tale, to be honest with you. Exactly. Because the truth is, y'all been nasty little bastards this year, and you're all on the naughty list. (laughs) Turns out Santa's an MIB agent. (laughs) He does not like people poking around in the paranormal. Uh, So look, our fellow naughty listers. You stopped me earlier on because you said that's some naughty list shit that we don't mess around with. Yeah, exactly. But that was a test and you failed it. Okay. We're obviously all naughty listers. Anyone that spends their life investigating the paranormal is on the naughty list. Yes, yeah, one of the just like sad repercussions is you just forgo getting presents. <laughs> yeah. I- Why do you think the commune is powered by coal, Kit? <laughs> it's all we get every Christmas. Our main import is coal. Our main export are diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> it's the dirtiest work of all. It truly. is really, really filthy work. Um, But let's just dive into our Christmas story. Please. Our story takes us to Thundridge in Britain, to a place called Cold Christmas Lane. What? That's its real name? I I believe so. Jesus. Now, I know that sounds insane, and you're probably wondering, hey, Rory, why is it called Cold Christmas Lane? Everyone's wondering that. Well, you see, Kit, the legend of Cold Christmas Lane is linked to a particular church nearby with a harrowing past. 
You see, this old church, originally known as Little St. Mary's, way less intimidating, uh, dates all the way back to 1086. Wow, that is so old. That's so old. I feel like our American listeners do not appreciate just how old that is. I actually attended a uh, choral like recital the other day. So I was in a church and I was just like walking around admiring the architecture. And I saw a board that like listed all of the, I guess, stewards of the church, the guys who like looked after it yeah. and kind of were head of that local like parish or whatever. Nice listers. And <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. The nicest. And it had, you know, a bit like former presidents or something. It had the date or like the year and then their name. And, you know, from 2018 back to 2012, back to, you know, their mid 2000s. Yeah. And then it went through every person who did it back to the 1200s. That's insane. And this is like in central London. Was it getting like more magical as well? So it started off with like Keith, Dennis, (laughs) Richard, and then you go down to the bottom and it's like Sir Archibald Thunderdick or something like. (laughs) It's like a a pretty sure 1358 read Bilbo Baggins. I'm like, is that the Bilbo? I don't know. Adam, Chris, straight at the bottom. Reginald Christopherson's. Stevelings. I'm like, how can you roll your R's in a written text? It, it was actually the complete opposite. I was actually remarking at how boring English names are oh. because you go back 800 years and it's still like Rob Smith. Yeah. You know? I guess all those biblical names as well, just like Mark, yeah, Matthew. 100%. That's oh, a shame. Uh, well, while the construction of this church at the time seemed normal... <laughs> Later, religious generations believed it was built with the wrong alignment, meaning north to south instead of east to west. This is why you don't cut corners on building contractors, you know? But you wouldn't think that is a big deal if it's just built on a slightly wrong alignment. Yeah, like where it's facing. I mean, normally, what do people care about? They just care about, you know, does it... You know, does their bedroom window face the rising sun? Something like that. But I didn't know that it mattered to churches. Well, apparently uh, to these uh, early religious generations, building a church on the wrong alignment meant it was allegedly a sign you were worshipping the devil. Jesus, man. It goes so wrong with the slightest thing. The first thing. This is like the religious equivalent of whenever you were in primary school and you would open your crisp packet upside down and that either meant that you were in love. It was weird because it either meant that you had a girlfriend or you were gay. (laughs) <laughs> like and i was like well well which one is it don't know mate <laughs> 50, don't know 50, mate. 50 roll the dice <laughs> yeah it's so true I, I wonder how many more there are it's like if i build a church and uh, it's like pristine yeah you know stained Beautiful glass windows architecture a freaking holy waterfall at the back Jesus. where you can like flick pennies and pre- make prayers yeah if i invite a priest is he gonna be like yeah this looks so <gasps> Is that a bronze doorknob? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it gotcha. is. And it's like, you know that Satan's dick is made of bronze? <laughs> How dare you bring this into a holy How dare temple? You, <laughs> you shake his peen to get into this sacred place. So I don't know what the rules are, but apparently this is one of them. It's kind of like a, a little difference. You know, like waving to someone is a good thing. Like, mm-hmm. hi. Okay. All of a sudden, you know, you put a knife in that hand and you're stabbing. It's not friendly anymore. One little change makes all the difference. 
<laughs> I feel like there's there's probably a fantastic example of what you're talking about out there. Yeah. Let's roll with that one. We'll That's with- fine. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, though. There are subtleties um, that, that can sometimes make massive differences. Yeah. We're just not accustomed to this one anymore. Absolutely. Now, as a result of this, the main church building was demolished in the mid-1800s. <laughs> because everyone knows nothing fixes a problem like demolishing a church. Yeah. Like that'll get rid of the bad juju. <laughs> Smash the church. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ju- they like knocked on one wall and like literal hundreds of skeletons fall out of a closet. Yeah. It's like, oh boy. <laughs> and now because of this, only the 15th century bell tower remains in place. Oh, interesting. The rest I guess they needed the bell. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it doesn't matter which way a bell... A bell a bell is curved, so it faces all different directions at once. Yeah. Maybe Sound doesn't, doesn't face anywhere. Think about yeah, that. Kind of. Think about that. So already in our story, we've got a creepy church. Yeah. Built intentionally or unintentionally for the devil. Either way, it's pretty suspicious so far. Yeah, well, that's, that's a good question. Maybe we'll come back to that later. Could it have been deliberately built the wrong way? We don't know. We don't know. But this story's only going to get creepier. Because the story goes that centuries ago in the surrounding village, there was a winter so cold that almost all the children died. Oh my god. That is so cold. Froze to death. Jesus, man. Uh, Just the kids from what I can see. No adults. That's weird. Yeah. See, I mean, they do say that, that... Uh, children and the elderly are the most vulnerable. Like if there's some sickness going on or like the weather, adults are usually safest. Right. But that's wild. All the kids died. I guess maybe kid. I mean, kids, it starts snowing outside. They're out there mm-hmm. uh, making snow angels, yeah. having snowball fights, uh, uh, just eating snow. Yeah. Like they're they're going to get as cold as possible. Right. The, the parents have a little bit more sense. They're like, I'm going to stay inside and keep cozy. Yeah, yeah, they don't understand, though, that Billy and Timmy are out there chowing down on liquid nitrogen. (laughs) It is just freezing their insides, Han Solo style. Yeah. They're looking out the kitchen window, and they're just pressed up against the glass. (laughs) You know, this is what the legend says. Yeah, but I mean, how cold does that have to... Like, there are colder places than England, right? Like Canada. It's true. It's pretty cold. But but I guess in Canada, maybe, you know, they were probably wearing like like little reindeer onesies back then. They kind of knew how, whereas in England, you know, those kids were probably running around wearing like sliders, snapbacks, um, t-shirts. You know, they weren't prepared for the cold maybe. Yeah. And I think, you know, from the way this story is told, this is some sort of Game of Thrones-esque winter. Right. Like one in a in a million years. Yeah. It like, just dropped to like minus 30. It's so cold. There's White Walkers for some reason. Yeah. Weren't, weren't possible before this, but now it's that cold. Well, for some reason, after all these children froze to death, the town decided it would be a good idea to bury these frosty children in the graveyard of the church that is now known as the Cold Christmas Church. Wow. So now you got a bunch of freaking little kids buried in a graveyard yeah. of a church made for satan this, this is sounds a really like a terrible, bad combination <laughs> it's a terrible idea yeah and all on jesus's birthday i know well flash forward to today we've got this old decrepit church built sideways for the devil with a bunch of graves of children there's obviously going to be a lot of reported paranormal activity going on in this place clearly over the years, visitors have described strange growling noises, black figures 
floating around the graveyard at night. And in 1978, a woman claimed that an entire ghost army exited the tower and marched straight through her. So not, so not only, so not only are the kids frozen to death. Yeah. But in the afterlife, they have been training in military format. We haven't really talked a lot on this in this podcast about the skeleton wars, the impending skeleton wars. Uh, but I think this is, that changes now, people. What we're saying yeah, this podcast is going to be very skeleton war focused moving forward. Uh, in the afterlife, they have formed some sort of militia. Jesus. <laughs> Are we talking like a Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, Aragorn going into the mountain to recruit the army of the dead? Right. Is and this? Is he this discovers like- they're all children. He's like, oh shit, this is going to look really bad when I come back with a bunch of ghost kids. <laughs> like, is there one adult here? It's like, well, Keith died when he was nine, but he was about to be 10. Like, <laughs> well, you're still really young, Keith. My voice broke before I died. Regarding her testimony, she never claimed that they were children. Yeah, okay. Just a entire ghost army. But I'll tell you what, a ghost army is a, I feel, underreported type of ghost sighting. Because yeah. think of, right, all the people who've died in the past who could be ghosts, right? And often we say that people maybe who are die tragically before their time uh, maybe with unfinished business um, maybe with negative energy maybe they're the most likely people to become ghosts in the afterlife yeah well what people are better candidates for ghostdom than uh, people who die in battle and true. England's old as hell there's been a lot of battles yeah I mean even all over the world and that's a lot of people getting cut down at once you know you might go into battle and lose 10,000 people all at once it's something we haven't covered yet I'm sure there's like battlefields in France and Belgium from the first world war that are probably teeming with ghosts yeah and I wonder if people there say they saw a, a phantom soldier or yeah. they literally like I saw the entire army still out there fighting the I, ghost yeah wars. I saw a ghost tank ghost yeah. horse <laughs> well fair play to this woman that like she didn't just go like i saw something a little suspicious right she was like an entire ghost mariachi band flo- <laughs> flew through my body and disappeared into the night sky like she's she's going full on with yeah the, with yeah, the claims. yeah she's not holding back so i i appreciate that conviction now while the site is very popular among tourists photographers and even the locals it's also gained the attention of a few unwanted visitors. Oh. Such as Satanists. What? Witches. Rude. And worshippers of the occult. Don't they have any respect? I guess, you know, there's not that many remaining open naughty listers anymore. What do you mean? Like all these naughty listers, all these Satanists, witches, worshippers of the occult. Okay. You know, if they want to go somewhere to hang out, mm. you know, they can't just be like, well... This Starbucks only has two stars. That's pretty mm, bad. Right. You know, they have to I be like, you. I need to go to the church built for the devil. Okay. Okay. I got you. So, you know, these days we live in a pretty, um, you know, bubble wrapped time to live in. Everywhere is pretty safe. Everywhere is pretty chill. Yeah. Uh, it's not like the days of old when, you know, dark shadowy figures lurk behind every corner and there were probably satanic churches um, on every street. Exactly. Um, I hear what you're saying. So there being a church which is either deliberately or accidentally dedicated to Satan, that's a pretty hot topic. Spicy meatball. Exactly. That's going to be your primary spot for, I don't know, whatever these guys do. Now, obviously, because this church is so old, 
there are a ton of creepy and weird and legendary myths that mm. surround it and the surrounding area. Okay. And I handpicked the coolest one that also involves the devil. <laughs> well, I really can't ask for any more than that. I'm not trying to sway this investigation in one way or another, but, you know, church built for the devil, story involving the devil. I'm going to connect those bad boys together. Yeah, that's that's just detective work. That's good police exactly. work. This legend is the legend of 11th century knight Piers Shonks. That's a name? <laughs> I thought it was a type for the first time Piers I read it. Piers Shonks? Shonks. <laughs> is that honk with an S on both ends? <laughs> it is. <laughs> Shonks. <laughs> you know when he's like rescuing princesses from like a burning tower and they're like, Oh, brave Sir Knight, please tell me the name of the, the beautiful, brave sir that has rescued me from my tower. With pleasure, Piers Shanks. Shanks's tomb is lodged in a wall of St. Mary's Church. Really? And the inscription above it tells how Shanks... I can't... This is such a mad name. <laughs> tells how Shanks died. According to the lore, there was a dragon. Oh, that hailed from a nearby village of Barkway and terrorized the local people. Damn. Breathing fire, stomping on wow. things, burninating the countryside and the thatched roof cottages. Now, obviously, Shonks, being the, <laughs> being the legendary knight that he was, he was nominated to handle the problem. Yeah. You know, as you got a whole crowd going, Shonks, 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 as he like we rides. Believe in you, Shonks. <laughs> As he rides out and is like, oh, I will fight the beast. So he he set out with his his sword and his shield and a whole pack of hunting dogs. Hell yeah. I mean, I don't know how much dogs are going to be good for dragons, but I guess they might distract the beast for half a sec. Nibble the ankles while you slash at the jugular. <laughs> Long story short, Shonks went to town on this bad boy. Oh, he slayed that bish like I think maybe dived out of the clouds, uh, sword in his neck, and then drag it all the way yeah, down. Yeah, and know. we're talking like a 18-foot Final Fantasy-level sword. Oh, yeah. Just holding on, as you say, just while tearing through that dragon's neck like a curtain. And this dragon is like spewing flames. The dogs are barking, I guess. Yeah, everyone's going wild. And finally, the the it says serpent here, which is kind of leads me to believe a different thing yeah than what we were led to the first couple times it says dragon dragon huge beast and servant <laughs> once it once he i find it to kill it it's a naya serpent yeah and then it's gonna be at the end it's like so we took the snake skin back to well hang on hang on now you're saying it's a snake you said sir you said dragon he took the newt skin <laughs> and yeah by the way if people are listening not from england um, there's not very big serpents in England. No. We're talking maybe a garden snake, maybe a little lizard. That's yeah. it. You're not getting... I mean, There's like, no Komodo dragons. Absolutely not. However, in the process of killing this enormous dragon, the devil himself appeared. What? And vowed as revenge for the death of his creature that one day he would come for Shanks' soul. He, and, he, and the devil said, Shonks, I will get your soul, whether you're buried inside of a church or outside of a church. Wow, what a terrifying accent he had. Yeah, well, I'm thinking like Southern devil. Ooh, you know, spooky. I guess. So that's kind of like, that's not 
good because those are the only two places that exist. Yeah. Really. Well, on Shantz's deathbed, he drew his... This is mad. He drew his bow and shot, pronouncing that he would be buried wherever the arrow landed. <laughs> the arrow <laughs> landed directly in a priest's head. <laughs> Who was at, inside a church, the by the way. church, yeah. <laughs> so his, his soul was just claimed immediately like ripped from his body i like the idea of him being like i'm I'm just gonna fire this randomly into the air and wherever it lands bury me and he deliberately aims as hard as he can into the church gates <laughs> it's like we well, see what you're doing you could just ask to be buried there it's fine apparently the arrow went through the south window of saint mary's church Whoa. and struck the north wall burying itself neither inside or or outside of the church, but in an alcove. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they screwed over the devil. He didn't think of that. He's going to be so mad when he finds that out. You know, the devil's going to show up and he's like, you know, you're still inside of a church. You, you shot the arrow in the church window. It's still inside. He's like, oh, devil, you silly, silly bastard. I got buried in a gazebo. Good luck with that one. You said... You could get my soul inside a church or outside of a church. I fired that f***ing arrow into a Starbucks and there I will remain. Can you wow. imagine like going to get an ice latte and you're like, why is there like a medieval knight's coffin <laughs> <laughs> just in the middle of it? It's like, oh, that's shonks. I'm going to leave. I don't want my coffee anymore. This place is weird. So like outside and the devil's just pushed up against the window like waiting to get in. <laughs> you look up at the sign behind you. It was called Shonks Bucks all along. <laughs> Shonks Bucks. You're like, oh my bad. It makes a lot of sense. So there his soul forever remains escaping Satan's clutches. The coffin is apparently elaborately carved in from a black marble slab and wow. depicts a dragon breathing fire at Shonks but the flames are deflected by a cross. That's so bad ass. While he's being raised to heaven by an angel. Dude. That's pretty baller. That's why I want to go out. Well, like deflecting a dragon's flames with a cross while like giving him the middle finger to the devil yeah. as an angel like lifts your fat ass to heaven. I think I'd like to live like a full life and then at age 90, they gear me up with a, <laughs> yeah. sh a sword and shield. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. That's a good way to go, to be fair. <laughs> you enter a retirement home and they start training you how to use a battle axe? Immediately, yeah. So you're going like, to need this where you're going. Like, so Friday night is just a senior citizen movie night. We'll have that. Um, then uh, on the middle of the week, we have bingo. And then uh, Friday night, you better buckle up, you OAP, because we're going to fight a dragon. We're wheeling a kaiju into the grounds <laughs> of this uh, home. Now, I am not claiming that the legend of Shanks is real. Yeah. Uh, I'm just throwing that as a bit of a backdrop to add some color uh -huh. into the history of this cold Christmas church. Yeah. There's a lot going on here. I will state that the deaths of those children has never been claimed, never been proven. Yeah. I mean, there's, I think there are children's names probably in the graveyard, but like children die all the time. Like anyone else, everyone dies all the time. Yeah. So what are your thoughts? Uh, this is nuts. Um, what a cool legend. I mean, the legend of Cold Christmas Lane was quite interesting already. But then to back it up with this also local legend of 
Shonks. Shonks <laughs> is what you were going to say. The Legend of Shonks, which is ironically the working title of um, Shigeru Miyamoto's Legend of Zelda. Honestly, dude, I'm not even sure if the church is real, but Shonks? <laughs> that story rang true to my heart. I guess, I guess whilst The Legend of Shonks is a very badass tale and a very cool tale... Um, it sounds like a video game you get for like a video game console you find in a car boot sale, like for the Splintendo. Yeah, like it, this is a Splintendo '98. <laughs> like your your uncle one Christmas tells you he's gonna buy you a Nintendo, you can't contain your excitement. <laughs> then on the big day, he unveils the Splintendo <laughs> with Legend of Shonks, <laughs> brand new game. <laughs> you like you're like well i guess i'll give it a whirl you turn the game on plug in your controller you're like this controller doesn't seem to be doing anything it's like this is a just a dvd to be honest with you doesn't control shit shrunks gets killed by the dragon either way almost immediately you just have to tap a to get the angel to lift him to heaven quicker yeah it's like a really christian game it's like you you can't control your fate you just have to hope you get into heaven yeah shonks dies in the prologue (laughs) and then the the main game is really just trying to get him to heaven because he also did a lot of really bad shit on earth (laughs) like (laughs) it's kind of the backstory the problem with the legend of shonks of course is that we as of yet don't have any historical evidence for the existence of dragons or the devil or um really anything to do with that tale that's true um but if he is buried there in marble uh in the church i guess he was real maybe there was something to that tale once upon a time not really enough to go on it does reflect a definitely paranormal vibe onto the original story of cold christmas lane yeah the only problem is as you say we don't necessarily have proof of a mass grave of children that might cause this place to be paranormally haunted um so could we just be dealing with a couple kids who died of the measles one Christmas and then this got blown out of proportion. Yeah, I think this is a story where almost every aspect of it has been blown out of proportion. (laughs) The church was just built a weird way. I don't think for any in particular reason. There's obviously not a mass grave for children or I wouldn't be doing this story. (laughs) Right. If that was actually true. Shanks isn't real. I think he's a real person. I don't think he fought a dragon. Okay. It's easy to let you know how invested I am in this story by letting you know that halfway through my research, I almost abandoned it (laughs) to see if I could just do an episode on whether Santa was real. (laughs) And when I realized there wasn't enough evidence, I went back to Shonks (laughs) to finish to round this one off. (laughs) It's kind of funny to think that back when we were kids and we were told that Santa was real, um... You know, we accepted it, first of all. And then, you know, as we grew older, if we ever wanted to look into that fact, we didn't really have too many tools at our disposal. Yeah. Kind of just an encyclopedia if we really wanted to look. Um, kids these days can kind of just YouTube Santa footage uh, to presumably have their, like, curiosity satisfied. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. just this week, like you say, I I saw footage of like New York City about 12 Santas beating the shit out of each other in the <laughs> mid- in the middle of traffic. So, yeah, the magic kind of is is gone, I think, from that. <laughs> uh so what do you think of this one? Uh look, let's get right to the point cuz it's Christmas day and frankly, my family are wondering why I left Christmas dinner to go into a room with you for 30 Hell, minutes. My family are wondering if I'm still alive. <laughs> It's a no. It's a no from me this week. Awesome. Merry f- 
Christmas, folks. Double no. <laughs> That's your Christmas present. Because <laughs> you've been naughty, you little naughty bastards. Naughty listeners, we're right there with you on the naughty list. Yeah. All right, that just about wraps it up for the This Paranormal Life Christmas special. Ho, ho, ho. Thank you so much for listening to the special. Uh, we're not going to do any uh, podcast thank you shoutouts this week because, as I said, I think literally my family are wondering why I have no presents under the tree. Granted, that's unrelated to us doing this podcast. I just didn't buy anyone a gift this year. Yeah, of course um, not. But still need to go in there and explain that to them. So thank you so much for listening to the podcast special. I hope you have a fantastic Christmas, a fantastic paranormal new year, and we will see you folks in 2019. Oh my god. The year of the ghoul. <laughs> year of the shonks. Year of the shonks, baby. All right. Remember, folks, in 2018, all the way to 2019, to live fast, investigate, investigate and die young, baby! Merry yeah! Christmas, mother. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.